Hello and welcome back to Vaybaba. This is Mike, your Dungeon Master, speaking. And I'm again joined by Corbs as Volta, Steve as Logan, Dan as Keenan, and Baina as Lily. Thanks for joining us once again, so let's get back straight into the action. Episode 18. Uh, it's been about, I think, three, maybe four weeks since we were last in Vaybaba because of various illnesses and other such, uh, which obviously is about everywhere at the moment. Um, if you're here in the UK, you certainly know that. Uh, so, really, I could have probably pulled up episode 17's recap notes as well. Um, basically, episode 17 and episode 18. Uh, so episode 17 was starting off in this uh, cultist lair just outside of um, Castle oh, of View. Um, it was just a bit of a side mission, really, off to see what loot they could find after a tip-off from a William McPherson in a pub. Um, Good old Willie. So in ep in ep eh? Good old Willie. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in the last episode, the party continued their exploration of the cultist lair finding evidence of human sacrifice and the skeletal remains of William McPherson, the man who they met in the pub uh, and they quickly realised um, was a spirit. Um, they pressed on to encounter some dark spectres lingering in a large chamber where they recovered some artworks and further evidence of statuettes of Orcus. Uh, these ghastly spectres initiated combat by instantly knocking out Wolfer, uh, but they were quickly overcome by the might of our heroes. They continued to fight on past some gargoyles before arriving back in the rece reception-type chamber, and they went on to explore the final room, which was a library. Uh, in here they found a spell book and several spell scrolls. Uh, the one that drew the most attention was a scroll called uh, The Hunger of Hadar. Uh, Lily and Wolfer went on to do some very brief research with the rest of the books in the library to learn a few snippets of information about Hadar. Uh, and then they decided to move back to Castle View, uh, which is where we're going to start off on the road back up north. Um, it's only about an hour's trip, I think it was, uh, towards the city. Um, let's just get rid of that. Um, arriving back, there's a bit of a queue of people sort of being organised who wants to go in. Um, as you remember, they had that sort of weird system where you couldn't take weapons in and that sort of thing. Uh, but if you wanted to, you could just pass through keeping your weapons, but you needed a chaperone. Um, just a reminder, the Castleview was a very, very, very large city. It's the main sort of central hub for um, the human race uh, here in Vaibaba uh, on the main continent. It's on screen it's now. There. Ooh, okay, cool. Well done. <laughs> Anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've completely derailed me now. Um, yeah, it's the main hub. Uh, it's a very, very large city. Lots and lots to see and do. Uh, I think as I described it initially, um, this is a refresher for you guys. Imagine the sprawling metropolis of London or something like that. Uh, a very large place. Um, you'll notice upon return, as you're sort of in the queue to return inside the city, the guards on the gate have changed. Ugh. Um, it's not the same two that were there when you left, or indeed first entered. Um, they've changed. You've been gone a couple of hours. It's sort of getting on into the afternoon now. Uh, but as you sort of start filing your way up towards the gate, you, I presume, still have your weapons in view. Perhaps they're in... Uh, Attached. I think Logan's probably got his slung over his shoulder. Or, um, Lily's probably got her um, two scimitars uh, on her belt. Um, yeah, Keenan with his guns. Um, so, anything you want to do about that? Do you want to maybe try and conceal them? 
Yeah. Um, or are you going to just... I'm going to just pop it in the bag of holding. <laughs> As we realized I could do after my big argument last time. Anyone who yeah. wants to put it in there, you're welcome. Um, can I, can I con not conceal them, but like give them somehow not very visible so they are not very obvious and threatening? If you're wearing like a cloak, you can tuck them inside your cloak or something. Yes. As long as they're not obvious. I mean, the, the, um, the only reason a big deal was made of it last time was because everyone was like, I'm armed to the teeth, you know. But as long as you're like, it's just not obvious, they probably won't. They'll just want to know what your business is, basically. That's yes, I'm trying to, to be as discreet as I can, because I know the rules, so... Yeah, yeah exactly, you've to. been here now, so you know what's going on. Um, yeah, so as you approach, um, if everyone is sort of concealing whatever they have, they sort of look you up and down and just sort of check what you're doing. And obviously, you are carrying that large crate between two of you with the with the artworks in it and the um, and the statue uh, statuettes um, you took from the uh, from the lair uh, these two guards are sort of just look at you and um, are you uh, right there good good afternoon are you staying with us or are you passing through what's, what's your business I presume with, uh, with the goods you're carrying you're probably looking to trade those while you're in the city yes <laughs> <laughs> nodding, nodding heads isn't very podcast friendly. <laughs> I, I kind of look at the others because I'm not quite sure what we we, want, we will say. Um, I'd, we didn't get them to trade, did we? We just wanted to earn money and stuff. But it was to speak to that posh. What is this? It was prick, loot. Dude. It was this loot that you took from the. <clears throat> Because you got yourself quite a bit. You found a lot oh, of gold go. in there. Yeah, I remember. So he'll, um, he'll turn to him and he'll go, "Ah, that could be the case as long as the price is right." All right. Well, you'll um, you'll definitely find someone in there. Uh, if his artworks you're trying to pass on, uh, you might want to speak to uh, Clarence Olivia. Uh, she's an art dealer in the in the city. Uh, and where okay. would we find her? Oh, uh, what did I call this place? Uh, it's called uh, Olivia's Fine Wines ah. in Delhi, but she also sort of deals in artworks as well. But look, you have to move on. We've got a lot of people trying to come through, look, okay? So real quick, in, which uh, whereabouts would I find her? North, south, east, west of the city? It's pretty big. Um, I think we said, well, we said the last time in the city, we'll just say they will describe to your characters and say it might be in this quadrant over here. Yeah. Uh, we'll just say you, you, with the information, can walk there because it's such a big place. I'm not going to spend ages describing every twist and turn of the streets. Sweet. Um, but they'll tell you roughly where you need to go. Um, that, I guess, it's, I guess it's, we would it's be pretty much in the traders. It's pretty much in like the traders sort of district of the city, really. Where the main bulk of the shops and that are, um, but yeah, I mean, if you want, you can go back in, and, and it's very much as I said before. Castle view is. I'm leaving it up to you. I haven't really. I've got points of interest, but I've not really planned any specifics. You can pretty well do what you want. Um. Didn't we need to get an audience with the posh restaurant owner guy? Maybe should we try and sell the the artwork first, and then have enough money so we can actually be able buy more to... than tap water. <laughs> yeah, so, and, um, and we can stay in there maybe. Just to go back over a couple of bits that you've already found out. So you know, there's a few different taverns, um, pubs, inns within the city. There was the really posh one, which was like a hotel as well. One that was a bit unassuming. One that was a complete dive. Uh, you've been to the really posh one and the guy working there, the maitre d', he, he sort of warned you that the city is divided. You've got those loyal to um, the guy in charge, what was his name? Lord Taylor. Um, he's the, you know, the, 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 well, Lord Taylor, he's the man in charge of the, <coughs> the city. Uh, he resides in the central government building in the middle, of, right in the middle. 
um, of the city. And then you had the Black Hand. They were the um, the main criminal organization which were causing this division in the city. A lot of guards and such and shopkeepers were in their pocket. Um, and you were just given a friendly warning by that matron. He said, you know, the, the, the big posh hotel had ties to the Black Hand. That's how they made so much money and all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else you kind of uncovered? I don't we think to, so. I don't know whether it's worth trying to curry favour with the posh guy first, or seeing if we can either speak to the Black Hand or the... the not the ruffians, but we needed to sort of balance it because there were there were several factions at play, and one would outbalance the other here, wasn't there? Yeah, I did say that um, you had to sort of decide how you were going to do things because, yeah, you've got your goal is to raise, raise this army, army to to go retake a land's loss. Obviously, you've already got the dwarves that they're given. You've got the swamp elves who are coming up from the south, they're going to march with you. We've got the potatoes. You're now here to try and get... You've got your potatoes. You're now going to try and um, get this... Uh, the humans on side, basically, um, with whatever force they can they can raise. Now, obviously, I say that's going to be very much faction-based, of factions in the city, as you already pointed out. Lord Taylor is the, you know, the, the lawful side of things here. Um, so if you're going to raise an army, you might want to speak to him, but obviously the Black Hand might have um, something they can help you with there. But of course, helping the Black Hand will put you in a bad light with the law. Whereas obviously if you're in favor of the law, then um, the criminal side of things won't be too pleased with you um, necessarily. I mean, it depends on how you operate, really. I mean, you could double bluff someone and try and be on in both camps, you know. Um, okay, let's yeah, start by yeah. going and seeing this lady, and we'll sort of get a feel of what's going on. You know, the, the artwork lady. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, heading through the city, it's, as I say, it's later in the afternoon. You start to see some places are sort of closing down. There's, there are sort of restaurants and that which are starting to really uh, come to life. Um, but you come across, uh, as I say, it's a, it's a fine wines and deli. So it's sort of meat, cheese, breads, uh, and she also stocks various wines and stuff from around the world. Um, and she is, uh, did I give myself a description of her? Yes, she is um, quite tall, very slender. It's a, it's a human woman. Um, she looks to be young-ish, probably 20s. Um, floral dress, short curly hair. She's got very big spectacles on. Um, and if you enter the shop, the sort of the push it door open, the little bell goes ding ling 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 um, as you go through. How does it go? And uh, ding ling ling ling. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she sort of looks up and goes, hey, hello, um, welcome to uh, Olivia's Fine Wines in Delhi. Um, how can I help? And she's sort of looking, she can see the crate with the canvases in. Nice to meet you, Olivia. Um, and you? I am Lily, and these are my fellow uh, adventurers. And um, we would like to see if we can, if you can estimate uh, our findings and see if you are interested in any of these. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Come on through to the uh, the gallery side of things. And she sort of gestures around the counter and through a doorway. And if you follow her, there's a, a large empty, not empty room, but a large open space, sorry. And there's various pictures on the walls, perhaps a, a plinth with a statue on it or something like that, or a, or a vase here and there. Um, and she would sort of go, oh, these are very interesting. Very dark in nature, aren't they? Pictures of the occult and, and uh, hellish scapes, I suppose. Um, and they are pictures, you know, you've got these from occultists. Um, layer. They are pictures of devils and demons and that sort of thing. Um, well, um, they're not the sort of thing I'd normally go for, and but I know there are people who uh, do like a more uh, a scene of a more gothic nature, perhaps, and would perhaps have this on display in their own personal collections. Um, as you sort of rummage through, you might. I think there's probably some like twenty canvases in here probably about six or seven little statuettes and stuff. Um, 
Well, they are rather good. I'd be willing to give you um, 5,000 gold pieces for all of what's in this crate. Um, I, I'm not even going to speak here because I know nothing about the arts. Anyone got any Nor ideas? Do I really. <laughs> I, I don't think I know, but... Um, look, these are very unique artifacts, as you can see. And what do you say if including on the 5,000 gold pieces, if you include, uh, if we can see around what you are selling and see if we are interested in anything, and then we can deal a bargain on that. And she sort of said, yes, absolutely, yes. And then she would sort of walk you around the gallery and the sort of art that she has is um, paintings of, I don't know, uh, figures, grand figures sort of stood in a regal manner or um, perhaps uh, scenes of a battle. There's a few more sort of uh, like pictures of vases of flowers in and all that sort of thing. And then statues, a statue of like a, a, a bust, for example, of a, perhaps a long since gone nobleman. Um, decorative vases, all that sort of thing. I'd like to, because I don't remember if I did that, but I'd like to, while she's showing us to cast this, the Detect Magic, to see if there is anything magical, either in our crate or in her gallery. Um, I think we already established there's nothing magical in the crate and there's nothing magical in the gallery. It's just, it is just artworks. Maybe she can throw in some of the like, cheeses and breads and stuff yes the fine wines Ooh, I could certainly um, put together a small hamper for you if you like I mean I, I'd just nod towards her she's, she's much better at sort of the uh... look but if we can agree on 5,000 if we can agree on 5,000 I'll put together a hamper with some bread some cheese grapes wine Um, look I think uh, because we nearly died uh, to get this art and it is very unique, as you said, um, I think uh, we will not, we will like something around 7,000 gold pieces and uh, you'll find one of these fine wines and it will be a deal. And if we find, and we promise, that if we find something any more strange art uh, in our way, you can always be you can always be our um, unique dealer. So we are not going to show them to anybody else, just to make sure that you have the finest art we find. Well, I I won't stretch as far as seven thousand. Um, I need to make a profit myself, and I think five thousand is quite generous considering. As I say, they're not unique, but they're certainly uh, not the sort of artworks I normally deal with. So I have to try and find someone who might be willing to actually buy these. So I think 5,000 is quite generous enough. However, um, they are, I suppose, as you say, unique in a way. I might be able to stretch the prices out a little bit more and make um, a tidy profit. I will give you 5,000. And if I should make enough of a profit I will give you the extra two upon uh, completion of such deals can we have this in written yes I could have that uh, come back to my shop tomorrow and I will speak with um, would they have them I'll speak with my solicitor um, this evening and ask them to draw up a contract. And uh, we'll have to find a way that we can communicate to each other that the artwork has been sold. And of course, uh, we can look at giving you the rest of the money if it turns out to be profitable enough. I look at you guys to see how you, if you're, if you're happy or not. I mean, I was happy at the uh, five marks, so I'm good. 
Splendid ideas, that is fine. Um, you have a very nice gallery, so I don't know. Very good. You're very kind, sir. All right, we will see you tomorrow then. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'll be open here from probably about nine bells. Okay, nice to meet you. And you too. Thank you very much. And uh, is, is he giving us the hamper? Is, is he giving us the hamper? Uh, would you like the hamper now, or would you like it tomorrow? It's entirely up to you. I think it would be nice to have it now. What do you think, guys? Yeah, it, it would be appreciated. With uh, just coming out of uh, a sweaty, grimy dungeon, as you can see, we've, we could do with a nice pick-me-up. Cool. Well, she puts some sort of artisan bread in in a basket. Selects a few nice cheeses, um, wraps them in cloth. Uh, so there's some grapes there. She pops in a bunch of grapes, perhaps some apples, um, and two bottles of uh, wine. She gives you a, a, a red and a white. Oh. And okay. uh, um, you can obviously um, head on out and then... Uh, um, <laughs> to be honest, guys, I really, I would really like to, to have a proper bath, and Let's do to, it. to be, you know, better presented. Because if we want to have an audition with the mayor of the town, of the city, then it's better to clean up ourselves, maybe. Uh, which place did you want to return to? I'd say the mid-range at this point, for now. We don't know what we don't want to go to the posh place like this to then try and win them over. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I'm just trying to. Uh, I'm going back for the mid-range where the a couple of vagabonds are, but not the uh, not the absolute dive. I forgot the name of it. You went to <laughs> the rusty trombone. No, you didn't. You went to the howling. <laughs> Sorry. You went to the howling spirit, didn't you? Because there was literally a howling spirit that night. Yes. Uh, Is that, that the, the one with the magician guy? Pub. Yeah. It's yes, that's right. Yeah, yes, wizard, let's go yeah. there. Yeah, I like it there. Yeah. Um, the howling spirit is where you you were um, going back to, and that's fine. Um, as you <coughs> for you as you um, are walking down this street, what caught your eye as you first sort of um, came up here? and you sort of caught your eye again, is a very tatty, dirty-looking shop. Cobwebs all in the windows. They're kind of, they're not boarded up, but there's halfway up the window, it's like a, uh, a covering of wood. And then there's dirty um, black curtains hanging uh, in behind that. And then the door, it's locked. It's you sort of tried the door, it's locked, and you look inside and you can't really see anything. The windows are very dusty and dirty. And this is called Bartholomew's Wizardry, but you kind of feel a little bit pulled towards it. Grab your kelp, mm. we've pulled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it. Does it does it have opening hours on the side of the door? Or? No. But as you're peering in through the windows. Um, the lock on the door suddenly you hear the lock on the door suddenly unlock flies open and this very dirty looking grey bearded very tall very thin he's got dreadlocks feathers and bones all tied into them um, his face is painted white with obscure black patterns of uh, teeth are filed to points um, very dirty clothes big thick long coat um and it's all decorated in long stained. Uh, it was once probably quite colourful, but it's long stained and off-coloured. And he sort of grabs you and pulls you in the door and slams the door in front of everyone else. And they hear the lock go again. He goes, so what? Oh, yeah. Just thought, just thought we we're in the shop. He's, oh, all right, all right. I, I assume he's dirty, what, what like he's he... not clean, rather than some pervert answers the door. No, no, he's dirty. He doesn't look clean. Not he's not a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse yeah. me, sir. Why are I'm you not... pulling us in? No, no, he's only pulled Walter. He's only in. pulled. He's, Walter's oh. pulled. You guys are in the street. Walter's pulled. Excellent. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. So you're open then? Yeah. Oh, I'm never really open. No. Hello. My name's Bartholomew. Can, can I quickly just try the door while it's 
because obviously I'm worried it's that he's just been yanked and he's yanked. It's, it's locked. locked. Yeah, it's right. locked. It's slammed. Can, can we see Walter in there? Or, uh, yeah, you can see them inside. If you look through the dirty windows, you can see them now in the shop. He was obviously hiding I somewhere. I knocked this the place. door. Open and, he's, and he sort of ignores it. He goes, I sent something about you. You window. You, you, well, you're an interesting fellow. You are. There's, there's, a, there's something about you. I sense, I sense a dark presence. Maybe, maybe a little, little bit of darkness. Does not the sun have cast a shadow? And now you're in here and you look around, there are jars of all sorts of things on shelves. There's books everywhere, papers everywhere, things that look like staffs, uh, just strewn about the place. The whole place is a mess. A jar half um, with a small ponytail inside. What? Hey. Nothing. Carry on. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a proper mess. Um, I, I'm never really open because I can't trust anyone. Um, but there's something about you. I noticed as you walk past, and I, I, I was really interested. And then you start looking through my window. I I, I, I knew you had to come in. Yeah, I, I did feel like I needed to come and visit you, and I felt drawn to the place. Something about the atmosphere sort of just appealed to me, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat of a... Uh, I, 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 the, I, I like to study the occult, you see. Um, As the, the occult, you say? Oh, so you know a little bit <coughs> about the odd dark force around the place and things then? Yeah, so I, 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 used to, I used to study... Uh, all sorts of magic, and then I got really interested in this. And uh, excuse me, <coughs> and he sort of leans over and he takes a jar of something off the counter and he just swigs it. Oh, God, strong stuff. Do you want some? I don't know. What is, what is it? Is it? Uh... Um, it was rum, I think, at one point. Well, if it was rum, then it's probably still more or less rum. I'll have a little swig. Why not? Why not? Why not? As you drink it, it burns your throat. It is really, really strong. Um, give us a constitution save. Constitution save. Um, D&D mm -hmm. Beyond's just being a little bit slow at rolling. Oh my god, that's not good. That's a six. <laughs> you instantly pass out onto the floor. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, outside the shop. If we see him passing out, I'm trying to force the lock or I'm trying to get in because we don't know what's happening. And if I see okay. him passing out, I'm just trying well, to go into As the you're shop. trying the door, you hear the lock go clunk, clunk, and the door flies open and he grabs you and pulls you in. And he shuts the door again and, and locks it. All right, all right, hello. Um, what's your name? Oh, is it me? Yes, uh, you. Hello, I am I'm Lily Tilsit. Who are you? Uh, and I, what my name's uh, Bartholomew. Don't worry about him. He's asleep. He's asleep. Don't what worry. happened Strong to him? What, what? He had a drink. He had a drink. Do you want a drink? No, I'm good, thank you. I don't. Oh. I, okay. I avoid alcohol. Oh, well, that's a shame. I was going to invite a lovely lady like yourself to the pub. You can always join us at the pub, it's not an issue, it's just... <gasps> I what? can come with you to the pub? Of course. So what? what is this place? What are you doing in here? Oh, and why is it locked? This is my shop. I'm a wizard. Oh, you're a wizard. But I don't let anybody in, you see. I, I'm very select by who comes in. Why is I, that? People don't like what I get up to in here, you see. What are you up to in? I specialise in matters of the occult. Hmm. Interesting. Actually, um, I kind of stumbled to something that I'm not quite sure what it is. So um, you look knowledgeable now. So maybe you are able to give me an idea about what this is. Have you ever, have you ever heard? The hunger of Hadar. <gasps> Hadar. <laughs> yes, what's that? Oh, that's very dark magic. That is very dark, dark, and dark magic. What does it do? Oh, well, if you cast that spell, 
you open up a rift in space and time and all sorts of things could happen. You could be influenced by Hadar himself. Is he a demon? Oh, no, Hadar, he's the... I suppose in a way he's somewhat of a demon. He's the ultimate demon. He is the ultimate end of all things. Hadar, he's the great hungerer. He devours all in his way and ends everything. I, I don't suppose you know how to summon a specific demon, do you? You're not in the shop. He only pulled in Lily. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'll shut up yeah. then. Have... I lost Lily then. Sorry, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> uh, have you ever used this spell? Me? Oh, no, I wouldn't go play him, that sort of thing. Have really you ever dangerous. seen anybody using it? No. No, 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 no. Excuse me. He takes another swing. <laughs> you sure you don't want some? No, I'm good, thank you. I'm trying to cut it down. You know, a bit, a, I put a little bit of weight, so... Yeah, I'm mm. trying to, to be a bit healthier. Thank you, though. Walter, uh, Walter starts um, staring on the floor. You can um, come round if you want to. Well, you know, the floor is very nice, but it's always uh, good to wake up eventually, you know, from a little bit of one. Hey, Walter, are you, are you right there? Yeah, I just feel a little bit rum, you know, <laughs> oh, a little bit off color. It's okay. That's... The floor is quite comfortable, Maybe a little dirty. I'll tell you what, let's all go to the pub and we can have a conversation there, shall we? Do you have any... Do you sell anything here that might yeah. be... What? what do you want? What do you want? Tell me what you want. I'll, I'll probably got it. And if I ain't got it, I'll find a way of getting it. Ooh. <laughs> what do I want? Do you Maybe have any magic Go to the pub. His prices might be better after a good drink. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Oh, did you say drink? Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, I'm not sure I've been drinking any more of that stuff, but maybe something a little bit more... Are you sure you could always have some if you want to? I'm not going to stop you. No, no. So maybe some sort of a more recent vintage would be, would be a good idea. Oh. Hey, he looks over the leaves. You don't mind if this guy is—he he can come on our date, can't he? To the pub. Who? Who is this guy? <laughs> Bloke on the floor. Oh, do you? Sorry, I didn't understand. He's my friend. Of course he's coming to the pub. Oh. And you will see... Date. You will... Yes, you will have actually a... Quartable date. <laughs> How do you say? For... A foursome? Oh, I haven't had a foursome for a long time. You will see the rest of our friends outside waiting for us. <coughs> and uh, we can have a chat on... What... Uh, trinkets you might sell that might be interesting to us. Well, as I say, you tell me what you want and I might be able to get it for you. Okay. Come on then, let's all go to the pub. And he picks up Walter off the floor and he seems inhumanly strong. He just like lifts you up and then just um, unlocks the door and then out into the street and he drags Mm -hmm. you both um, and I guess the other two are going to have to follow. Um, He doesn't pay you any attention. Is of he marches you off basically to uh, the frowning star, the raucous dive, and he walks in. And he says, uh, "Oh, Barky, I want um, <coughs> let's have Oof, bless you six pints, six pints of ale, and mix in uh, some whiskey and some red wine, please." All in one. Go on, stick it in there. And uh, the barkeep looks and goes, all right then, Bar. And he uh, he sticks it all in there. And he goes, right, bottoms up. <sighs> and then... I, I hope he's paying. <laughs> uh, he failed, uh, He passes on that one, so uh, he's still standing, but he's wobbling about. Hang on, has he just drank six pints in one? 
No, he's just neck to the first one. Right. I was like, Jesus, when you said all in one, I didn't know whether you meant the mixture or all the pints. I was like, fuck. He looks at, well, he looks at, um, he looks at Keenan and he looks at, uh, at, uh, at Logan. He's like, who are you then? You seem to be hanging around. What's, what do you want? I'm Logan. I'm the brains of this operation. And this is this Keenan. This pub, by the way, is, um, this pub is very much like spit and sawdust. There's just people falling about all over the place. Maybe a fight in the corner. Um, there's like some music playing. There's a few bards just playing some sort of like folky type stuff in the corner. Um, it's a bit bit of a rundown pub. Well, if, the, if, the, if the bards are still alive, then it's not that off a pub. It's fine. <laughs> well, you might get the odd pint mug sort of thrown in their direction if uh, someone plays if they play something someone doesn't like. So. But, yeah, I'm there's, Logan. This is Kanan. Who are you? Oh, I'm Bartholomew. I'm a wizard. What, what kind of a wizard? Well, who's asking? I just told you, Logan. Oh, me. Who's he? Me. Oh. And he takes the next pint. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. And with that. He falls on the floor. Oh no! <laughs> we need him! <laughs> He's snoring. Uh, I'm gonna I pick think... up his next pint, but pour it on him. Um. Okay. <laughs> right, hang on, it. Let's have another one. That's, uh, he passes, he's okay. <laughs> Who are you then? Oh god. I'm Logan. I believe you're an amazing wizard. He puts his hand on your face. He says, just stop. <laughs> he looks at Volt. He is. <laughs> Who are you? <sighs> oh, gosh, there's something about you, isn't there? I can sense something about you. You, you are a connection, a strange vibe. <laughs> what is going on? That's been said, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Good, but uh, are you sure you uh, wouldn't like another drink? I tell you what, I'm gonna stop you there. Come and meet me at my shop tomorrow, and I, I could use perhaps your expertise. And with that, he necks another pint and staggers out of the pub. No, before he leaves, I say Bartholomew. He's gone. I... <laughs> He's just gone. <laughs> I'm just chasing behind him because I want to ask him something. Bartholomew. Uh, oh, hello, love. Hi. Why are you not inviting me to the shop too? I need something and I would be very grateful to you if you can give it to me. And he leans over you and he's a disgusting breath. You want to come back to my shop? And you got something that you need, eh? Yes. I, you said... If I need something, you I'm can... I'm going to fade the screen to black. <laughs> you can either... You can either... either if you don't wow have wow. it, you will, you will get it for me. So I need something. <coughs> and it is very important for my mission. Oh. Well then, my lady, there's not a moment to lose. All right. And he escorts you off to his shop. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying to him... I just want a ring of invisibility. Oh, oh. How, uh, how, uh. how strong wizard are you? This, because you, in order to get what you want, you have to impress me very much. I've got to impress you by giving you a ring of invisibility. Is that what yes, you Yes, yes. Oh. Right, well, um... Come to my shop tomorrow with your friend and we will see what we can do. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. And I'm sure you can do it because you're such a strong wizard. I can see that. Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I can manage it. All right then. He turns on his heels and he, uh, off he disappears, staggering into the night. All right, so, boys, let's so go. So you are all sleep. in the raucous dive at the moment. You're all there. Um, you've got these pints that he bought. There's, uh, there's still three of them left. <laughs> if you want to partake in one of those. 
I just want to eat something. I mean, why let it go to waste if no one else is having it? I'll drink it. Um, it sounds like the kind of thing Logan would drink. The barman is this sort of quite short, bold-headed bloke. He's got, a, he's got an apron on. And he looks like, all right, um, I presume he's going to pay for these at some point. He does this, you see, he just turns up all his load of bloody drinks. Never fucking drinks them all, then he just fucks off again. Maybe he hasn't fallen out on the passed out on the floor. Fucking idiot. Go on, help yourselves if you want one. If you want one, help yourselves. He'll pay for it at some point. He usually pays me in turnips. You wanna drink one, dear? Yeah. Uh, I want to drink the wine if it is if it is not. Well, he mixed them all together. He mixed beer and wine and no, I'm not going to or whatever it, it was. No. <laughs> or rum, I think I said. I'm, I'm asking from the bartender, I'm asking if he can bring us some food and I would like a, a nice wine, please. Well, he is food and nice wine. <laughs> the well, nice wine, you... the nice wine of the tavern, I mean. I don't, I... <laughs> <laughs> We ain't got no wine in here, me ladies. All... Well, actually, that's a lie. I do have wine because I just put it in that pint, didn't I? Exactly. It's, it's not really. It's not really like. Um, I can't, I've lost the accent now. It's not really what you'd call like wine per se. It's more like. Is it vinegar? It's made from turnips. All right. I I will get a nail then. Thank you. That's also made from turnips. All right. Turnip I'm, beer. I'm good with water. <laughs> I can offer you mashed turnips if you want. A what? A mashed turnip. No, mashed turnip, no. Sorry, I don't get. I don't think it's pubs for you. I'm, really. I'm gonna drink all three of these drinks. Uh, give us a con save. Do 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 do. A grand old nine. You pass out onto the floor. Why not? <laughs> Why the hell not? Yes, if there's one drink left. I didn't get that far. I got one down. No, he had all three, <laughs> did he? He said oh, he had all three. three. I, I was going to go for three, but I only drank the first one and I died, apparently. Oh, well, if you only down. drank the first one. No, no, I, I, the con save was for all three. All right. Well, I'm... so, okay, you're, you're not down. You're, you're fine. Well, you're not fine. You're probably a bit, like, wobbly, but... Yeah, I'd, I'd slide one over to Walter and be like... In a sort I of like raspy it, uh, voice, I'd be like, "No players on your chest." I wasn't going to drink it. I was going to pour it in your face if you passed out. You see, <laughs> this is not sound lost. gentlemanly. I think we lost Dan. Dan's right there. He's just not talking. He's just, he's just voicing. He, he's like moving his lips as if he's going to say "motherfucker," but nothing's coming out. See, <laughs> I'll interpret for you. Dan, go on. Baby shark, do do. So it was the way he tapped his microphone. I was like, oh, he's, we've lost him. Hello. Yes, hello. Oh my god. He has what returned. Happened? I don't know. Did you lose the saving throw too? Dan's oh, just done the best 20 minutes of role-playing he's ever done. Like, <laughs> I made a joke about Yakult and everything. <laughs> uh, I rolled an 18. Okay. I don't know what for. <laughs> Presumably you drank one of these dodgy pints. <laughs> um, I think you probably gather that you're not going to get much from, from this place, really, that you need. So, if you want to go back to the uh, the Howling Spirit, which is where you were um, originally. <coughs> and, uh, yes, we should go <coughs> Well, upon returning there, it's, um, it's that nice working men's pub. You know, there are people enjoying a drink, enjoying some food. You know, wholesome conversation, bit of laughter, uh, some music being played. So, I would, would I be right in saying most of the people in this pub are just pissed? Not in, not in the howling spirit. No, it's it's more. Than oh, in that. Case. Yeah, I said you you you've gathered. You won't get what you need from this dive, oh. so you've gone back to the pub where you know you can be comfortable. 
Yeah, we're in, we're in the harbour stuff. I was. I'm a bit. You're a in a little bit tipsy yeah. from the uh, whatever that concoction was. Um, is there anyone playing like <laughs> dice or card games or anything in here? Um, probably. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Ooh, I, I want to go. I, I want to go bet. I want to go play cards or dice or whatever's playing. Okay. I don't have anything prepared for that, so I mean, if you want to go and do that on a side note, then do that on a side note. Can I f roll something to win some money? Um, yes. If uh, let's see, let's say it's. Oh, can I cheat? I want sleight of hand. Well, you could do. What we'll do is, I'll tell you what we can do. A simple little dice game. Um, press your luck. So uh, it'll be d6s, uh, odds um, are bad, evens are good, uh, and you need 10 evens as a score to win. So you roll three dice. Roll three dice. Yeah. At a time. And you keep the, uh, the the score of how many odds and evens you got. Okay, so if you I've get got ten, two so evens, ten, one odd. You actually, you even make a note of this, don't you? Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> I'm doing notes. That's why we have a recap every session. <laughs> so you got two evens. And one odd. Yeah. On. Yeah. I'm gonna put five. So you can either balance. hold, you can either hold that as your score, and then someone else will have a go on the table, or you can keep going until you either win or lose. I go again with another three. Yep. Roll your three. Oh, six, a two, and a three, so two evens again. <clears throat> and an odd. Yeah. So far, I can't die, so I'm going to go again. So you got four evens. And two odds. Mm-hmm. I got... Ooh, two odds and an even. Yeah. So five and four. Yeah, we'll go again. That says press your luck, so... Four, a four, and a five. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. We're just gonna go for it. And if I die, if I lose, I lose. My dice is in the way. Uh, two odds, one even. What am I on there? You're on eight even and seven odd. Oh, we're gonna. We're just gonna do it. We got three odds. Not gonna lie, I got three odds. Uh, that's it. You're out. Damn. Tell me the notes. You're out, and I they take they that. they uh, they take five gold from you at the table. Sweet. Well, in that case, I'll just have a drink and a chat with them while other people are chatting. Okay. What do the rest of you want to be doing? I'm um, obviously when you're ready to, you can just go to bed, and we'll do the next day. You might want to come up with plans for where you want to go and what you want to do. Um. Hey. I, I'd like to first of all have food and drink and I'm trying to uh, mingle around and maybe get some information on the area and how we can meet the, the mayor. Okay, uh, so you take on some food and drink and you sort of maybe stood at the bar listening into people's conversations and you might introduce yourself to someone. <clears throat> and you want to know about getting an audience of the Lord Taylor. So, uh, you know, you're speaking to someone and um, they're a fairly well-dressed lady. And she says, uh, oh, um, yes, you you won't be able to uh, just get an audience of Lord Taylor, I'm afraid. Um, he's uh, rather busy and he doesn't just do audiences for anybody. You'd have to, um, you'd have to probably go along to one of the council meetings that are open to the public. They, uh, the council and the Lord, they all uh, get together on a stage inside the Parliament building and then um, there's an audience chamber there and, and you can sit in the audience and pose your questions, your thoughts, your feelings, your concerns to the panel and then they 
you know, they can action it. Um, but you won't be able to get a direct uh, meeting with him, I don't expect. When's the next one of these meetings held? Uh, so if you sort of interrupt into the conversation. Um, Hi. Say, oh, uh, <laughs> hello. Um, yes, uh, ooh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. It's usually posted on one of the many notice boards. Um, I haven't seen one just yet, but I'd imagine it must be one coming up soon. Okay. Um, Thanks. Bye. I'm going to go know, find a notice board while you carry on. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know this Lord personally? Because um, Lord, Te- no heavens, yes. no. I don't know him. The thing is that we might have a very interesting um, proposition. Oh, yes, proposition. Thank you. I forgot the word. Proposition <laughs> to to give to him and also. He might find our um it's like Logan's bat ears sat on the other side of the pub and he just hears your yes. cross proposition Maybe he <laughs> he might be interested in our skills if he has any issues that he might need help. So yeah. I think it will be uh, on his own also um uh, interest to meet us personally rather than just on the so I don't know how how can we address that? You could well you'd probably just have to wait for one of these meetings and then make yourself known at the meeting, I suppose. Mm. And what about the black hand? This... <laughs> yes, we are new in the city, so we would like to have more information about what's happening yeah, here. But, 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 but don't, don't, don't go shouting about it. Okay, I'm not saying the name, but what about this? <laughs> I don't name. have any. I don't have any dealings with them. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I don't deal with them. Plenty of other people do, though. Oh, do you know any people that are doing that? Well, um, I don't know anybody personally. I don't tend to go in those circles. But she sort of looks around the pub and. Just, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody I know. Thank you very much. And I'm just continuing like random conversation with her and try to find other people to see if they know more. Say again, sorry, but I was yawning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that I I stopped the conversation with her, like I start doing more random conversation with her and I just oh, tried okay. to listen to other people to see if there is there will be something useful that i can learn from them okay before i go to bed um you probably don't really gleam any more information certainly not about black hand it's not something people seem to talk about um anything for walter i'm just enjoying a quiet restorative drink after being floored by um <clears throat> <laughs> That brew, which was quite, quite robust, quite a robust kind of mm, drink, you know. It was hearty. <laughs> hearty, it nearly melted my damn heart. I think it was quite. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think probably if you want to, you can all take some rest. They do have rooms. I I want to have a little. Did I find a poster about a little scrap? A little bastard. There isn't. Of course you do. There aren't any. Um, there aren't any posters up at the moment. There might be one like mentioned about the last meeting that's still there. There's nothing on a new one just yet. Okay. Um, if Logan's gonna have a scrap, the guard will be called. Call um, cards. Uh, Logan, we take it away. I was just because I had a drink, and we just thought we'd have a bit of a. Well, this isn't the sort of place for that sort of thing. You're you're taken away. I'm taken you're away up for the night. You son yes, of a bitch. you're locked up for the night. I, I, I <laughs> you he spilled he spill, he spill my drink. He started it. They're not interested. They take you away. Like the cards. I'll, I'll I'll try and st- start on the no. I won't start on the guards, but I'll try and res- like stop being restrained by them. Okay, you can make a strength check against. Yes. <laughs> I have inspiration too. 
a 16. How dare you use my own spells against me? You, they sort of they get hold of you and try and bind your hands behind your back, but you break free of it, and they sort of step back and they reach for swords. Um, and they're so holding on. They right, you. I'm not having any of this. You're coming with us right now. He looks like a Walther. If anyone wants to interject, you can, but they're going to try and arrest Logan. Walther. Hello, what, what's what it on here? What do you expect here? me to do? I've got a splitting headache from earlier. You told me you would always be on my side. And they, they look around at you like, look, you, you lot, get back with you. Get back. Excuse me, sir. This is our friend. What's wrong here? Right, he's your friend. He's here causing trouble. We got called in here. He's starting fights. I, I didn't okay. start the fight. I defended myself. He knocked off Logan, my drink. what happened? This man spilt my drink and wouldn't get me a fresh one. So I punched him in the face. All right. Fair enough. So... I think there is a point here. He, he's happy. He no longer has to pay for a drink, and I'm satisfied, and I've let out my anger. I think it was just a misunderstanding. I'm sure you you will just leave it to pass because we are staying here, and I don't uh, think... One of them we... just puts his hands on his hips and he looks at his... Oh, I'll let it go, shall I? Fine, yes, yes, we'll please. let it go. It's going to cost you 500 gold now. Logan, you're off to jail, mate. I'm sorry. 500 gold. It's far too much for imagine. Maybe. <coughs> what about? Maybe, um, maybe we could buy you a drink, officers, and maybe, you know, a drink buy a drink a for meal. the rest of the folk in the, in, the, in, the, uh, in the establishment. You're starting to get the impression because obviously they've said they'll look the other way for money. They might be the ones in the in the Black Hand's pocket, the, the, bent, the bent coppers these ones mm. uh, tell you what then yeah go on you buy us a drink in fact I think we get off shift in about an hour's time I don't think anyone's going to miss us you pay for our drinks the rest of the night we'll let him go we're only going to take him out in the back and beat the shit out of him anyway come on friends let's go and drink it's such a lovely night and I'm sure any one of you, if somebody was spilling the, your drink and did not want to buy you one, would have the same reaction because we all know how important it is to enjoy our drinks without the fear of somebody knocking down. So I think we will have a really nice time together. Let's go and buy you some drinks and just relax and forget about it. Cool. So uh, basically you all drink heavily. You can mark 200 gold off of your sheet because you've spent a lot of money. It's better than the 500. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, I think 500 is a bit excessive for drinks, to be honest. I thought 200. this was all on. It wasn't thingy paying. Hey. Bartholomew. This, yes. that, was at, that was at the dive pub. Oh, that was the other one. Uh, You're at the Howling Spirit now. Okay, I've removed dollars. That was not nice to do. Eventually... The bar. Do they, the, uh, the because bell. we're paying for their drinks and stuff for a fair while, are they going to let on any details about Black Hand or Bragg or anything? Uh, if you can, we sort of ply them, them a little bit. Yeah, if you press them for information, they might tell you that. Uh, oh, you pressing them, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. Um, tell me. Tell me. They will tell you that. Um, the Fletcher brothers uh, are planning something um, and that William Fletcher, the head of the family, he's uh, got ambitions to overthrow <clears throat> the local government and take control of, of the city for himself. Um, they are basically buying up as many influential people as they can to sway those uh, who are easily swayed to join the side and uh, they are getting as many guards in the pocket as they can through intimidation and other things like that um, because they basically need enough people on side to effectively storm the, the capital and uh, the capital building and and take over power 
I mean, that's, that's what you learn over the fault. course of the evening. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, they're drunk and they'll start blabbing about all sorts. How um, drunk do they get? They're like getting carried out. By they're getting the carried out. Can I sleight of hand my money back? Uh, you could try. Yes. What do you need? Well, sleight of hand, hand. obviously. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a roll. Uh, a mod 20. Yeah, it's not like a couple of other patrons are starting to carry it. And you sort of go, oh, just hang on a minute. I, I, I forgot. I need to just grab that off of him and you just sort of take the coin purse back. Yes. If it's perhaps in a little satchel or something on his side. Roughly uh, how much can I get from it? Your 200. Well, no, that, that would have been behind the bar, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. So I just yeah, mean yeah, how yeah. much would I have? Oh, oh, I, mean, I was just trying to gain a little bit back. You're stealing from him. Basically. <clears throat> um, I don't know. Roll a D, uh, D8 and then times it by. I don't know, five. D8 so. is five. So 25 gold? Mm hmm. Sweet. That's a little less painful. Um. Oh, uh, yeah. You guys are like shown to a room or a couple of rooms upstairs. And they're quite, you know, it's modest, it's quite comfortable. Um, and you get a good night's sleep. Uh, See, it was worth punching in because now we found out some good details. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm still gonna freeze your trolleys. 